Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And it is now the time of the show. We search the planet, the universe, the seven seas for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. So you want to get involved in the wonderful world of talking speakers, but you don't want to spend what Google, what Amazon, what all those companies try to charge you two, three, four hundred dollars for to do something that you can ask what's the score of the Dodger game. So if you are wanting to do that at a very reasonable price, Insignia, which is the house brand of Best Buy, and I've mentioned Insignia before because I have used Insignia. I have a, a small Insignia TV in my house for probably five or six years. It's worked flawlessly. Uh, a really nice device. They have the Insignia Voice Smart Bluetooth speaker and alarm clock that comes with Google Assistant. And what it allows you to do is connect it in your house as a wireless speaker. It'll play uh, music in multiple rooms at once. It will wirelessly stream all the music you have in one place. So you can use your music library, your radio stations, online services. Very easy to set up. You just put it in any room you want, connect it to your home Wi-Fi network, and you're up and running. It comes with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi capabilities for pairing wireless devices. It also lets you search the Internet or set your schedule with the sound of your voice and it's a built-in alarm clock and a, uh, a digital LED clock all that which works with Apple HomeKit Google Assistant Hue Nest Ring Smart Things and Wink and you can use the streaming music services all that is available for the outrageous price of 20 bucks you can get it for $19.99 at Best Buy it was original $99, so it's 80 bucks off the original price. And I have to tell you, on the reviews, there were 2,282 reviews on the Best Buy website. Well, that's a pretty good-sized sample. Out of five-star, it averaged a 4.4 review. So it's a really nice way to not, you know, get those kinds of things to, to use and not spend hundreds of dollars to do basically the same thing. So, uh, again, this is available at Best Buy. It's the Insignia Voice Activated Speaker, available today at Best Buy for $19.99. Can't go wrong with that, and great reviews. And that is our Buy of the Week, Marcia. Ta-da! Okay. All right. Yeah, the only comment I have on that, Yeah. it's, it's ugly. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, but would you rather ugly. spend $200 to get a prettier one, or would you rather have one for $20? Uh, I don't know. You get know. 20 of them for your room. For your house and pay, you know, I'd rather the same have one pretty you're... one. Mm, okay. <laughs> By yeah, the way, right. Kurt has got a uh, cute, the disco ball is going on Tech Radio Live on Twitter. Uh, nice. And every time we talk, the disco ball is blinking different colors. It's just fascinating to watch. Thank you for those listening on Twitter. So, uh, you had a story about slow internet in rural America, which you've yeah. always had a problem because you live... Up yeah. on a hill, down a windy right. road. So, <laughs> yeah. well, tell me about it. Well, not so windy road, but yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a windy know, road. It's a little, a little road. Um, you know, for we complain, and I complain, for, and have complained for years about internet services. And you know, I'm in an area where I do not get internet service fast speed. You know, you're getting Marshall what 100 megabits per second? Is that what? You, what do you get? Uh, a little more than that, yeah. 
Well, I only well. pay for 100 megabits per second. <laughs> okay, so you're getting 100 megabits per second. I have for I've been up in this area for 20 plus years, and I get at best case five megabits per second. I have DSL, so this last year, <laughs> I, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry, got rocks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, but when I went to the Boston Red Sox, so now for all those of us, you don't care because you got your service, huh? Um, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> easy coming, easy to go. So uh, I was able to upgrade this year. They came out with a decent, I've talked about it before, I have HughesNet service, which gives me 25 megabits per second, which is, you know, certainly a lot faster than the 5 megabits. Um, and I guess at 5 megabits, I'm still lucky because there are a lot of people in this country that are still on dial-up. That's and, right. You, you know, know, and I argue with this with my editor all the time because nobody's on dial-up. And I did leave it out of oh, my no. last book, but lots of people are on dial-up still. Absolutely. They cannot get. And, and I don't know about satellite. I don't know what if you're in a rural area, you know, in the country, I would expect you can get satellite. All you have to do is point it at the sky. But the question is, do they offer it? And I don't know if they do. But you are talking about speeds of 0.61 megabits per second on your download and you remember the you know when you connect well that's kind of what the old days are and they're still around uh and yep. so i read a story about a guy who, who lives in uh, i think it was iowa and uh he was just getting you know he was lucky enough at one point to get 2.12 megabits per second so there are a lot of people in this country that just don't have the quick internet service and you know 10 years ago Internet was a cool tool, but not that many people used it. Today, everybody uses the Internet. You know, how many times a day do you look something up on the Internet or, or go to buy something on the Internet or watch a movie on the Internet? Apparently, 39% of rural, rural Americans lack ask, uh, access, access to high-speed broadband. Well, and to can I throw something in here? Yeah, Okay, please. let me just throw this in here. Because, you know, there's all this brouhaha, 5G phones, 5G, yep. 5G. These people don't, and 5G won't work over distances. So, right. you know, the hype machine of technology keeps batting at your head. Don't listen. Right. <laughs> you do not have to go out and spend extra money to get a phone that has mm -hmm. 5G, because you know what? Nobody's going to have 5G for another five years. Yeah, I, I just exactly. about can promise that. And yeah, these right. poor people, you know? It's terrible. Yeah, it's it's very difficult, and, and we, you know, as I say, we come to rely on, upon the internet for the multiple things that we do during the course of the day. And there's no easy answer here. I mean, at some point, you know, the like I say, the only answer I can think of for people like that is a satellite, because they're not going to run and ground that's, cable. That'll only get what three to twenty-five 25. megabits. Yeah. Yeah, that'll get twenty. Well, uh, well, from, yeah. from point six to twenty-five is like you've hit the uh, lottery. But okay, uh, let me just say something. Just tell me, do you? What I care more about is coverage versus mm -hmm. speed, because I think at a certain point, you know, speed is speed. I mean, I can you you get a hundred gigabits per minute. How much more per second? How much more do you really need than that? Unless you know, self-driving cars, blah blah blah, all the big right. stuff. But really, you don't need it to be any faster. Why should you be paying extra money for more than 100 gigabits per second? I don't know. I can right. load everything. I just, you know, I read things. So 
Well, what it's can the I same. Say? It's just not necessary. And it's the same thing with cell phones and with any device. That this year we put the A12 processor that's you know 84 milliseconds faster than your last one. And I have done tests with old phones, and I you know I got the brand new shiny phone with the best processor in it, and I go in the office proud and happy, and I go to my assistant who has the older phone, and you know what the the program's open pretty much at the same speed. So right, is right. speed that much faster and better than what you got? But uh, I think no, coverage, so so that you definitely get the coverage, right? Right, right. So yeah. to me, that's the big deal. Yeah, so anyway, we, we, we're with you and we feel for you in all those parts of the world. I yes. especially sympathize with you because I've gone through that myself. And I'm in Los Angeles. I mean, it's not like I'm in Iowa, in the middle of Iowa somewhere in a cornfield. So um, anyway, hopefully someday they'll answer that question. In By the way, I did go to a corn maze and I did get a signal, you know, because now I'm on T-Mobile. So ah. I'm double-checking that I have a signal everywhere. And my goodness, I feel free. I, I don't use it a lot. But mm-hmm. when I do, I have got a signal, and I am so happy about that. Excellent. Excellent. That's good to know. So you found uh, okay. another thing about FCC fining, and I have a comment on it, but you tell the story. Uh, okay. Well, let's see. The, uh-oh. the FCC found uh, – they're finding a comment. There's a program called the Lifeline Program. And the Lifeline program is meant to help low-income consumers get broadband and phone services. Very nice program. They've, you know, they've had it for a long time. Uh, it used to show up on your phone bill if you need, you know, your landline. If you have a low income and you need phone service, we're going to give you a discount. Apparently, one Ohio company used their discounted pricing to buy a Ferrari convertible, a Cessna jet, and a Florida con- uh, condo. The, S- the FCC wants to find them $63 million, uh, which is probably not enough to find them for, for right, you right. Know, misusing that kind of company. The company is a wireless reseller, American Broadband and Telecommunications. They're based in Ohio, uh, and they've apparently been carrying out large-scale violations of the Lifeline program in order to maximize the discount funds received. Uh, so th- th- that's pretty damn sleazy, you know. Okay, it's not so like- I have two questions on this. Yeah. Or three. Th- one's a comment. First comment. Uh-huh. Did you know to get a discount on your electric bill or your gas bill, they have a Lifeline program as well. Yes. And just sure. for those who, you know, may be short of money and think this might be a good idea. Right. Um, I looked into it, and if a senior. Or, or somebody happens to own their home, but mm-hmm. they don't have much income, Yeah, they cannot get a lifeline. The bottom well, line is if you have any assets, you can't, mm-hmm. you well, can't right. get it. Right. Yeah. So if, and, yeah. You know, if it's a senior citizen and they have a home, well, the government thinks you ought to sell your home so you can get broadband. Yeah, uh, yeah well, that makes sense. Second thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and as far as the $64 million fine, yeah. where's it going? Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Where, do, see, where does this, our lottery money go either? So who knows? I, I want all of us to start thinking about this stuff. When they make these big fines, are they going to help people? Are they? It, it certainly doesn't go back to the people who've been screwed out of their money. Right. That's right. No, that you so, know, it's funny. You know, the size, there's this well, big hole. Where does it go? 
And nobody is ever going to know the answer to that, unfortunately. Uh, but it's funny. They said the size of the fine, the $64 million, seems large. But the company uh, made claims in August of 2016. They're accused of making 42,309 improper claims just that month with 12,000 attributed to people who had died. Uh, you know, really? I mean, right, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And this, this, this. Why does the second half of the show always run faster? It's uh, crazy. Oh, because the second half of every hour runs faster than the first half. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. The time is always moves the second half of the uh, faster. Okay. Well, I'm going to skip one story. I'm going to get to another one, and that okay. is: Did you know? Now, when was the last time you were in a library? 1986. <laughs> okay. I can't remember the last well, time I was, I was in a library. I was at the Glendale Library just recently because I wow. like to visit Why, my books. Why, first of all? I like oh. to visit my books. Oh, and cute. I, That's cute. Yeah, I post pictures of the, the library computer listing all my books. It's a lot of oh, fun. Oh, how cute is that? Okay, but yeah. libraries are great, and it's a good place where people can go and read books. And we're talking about people, who, again, who don't have a lot of money or you don't need to spend money on books. Right. Well, it seems... The, I mean, or are you just cheap? I'm cheap a lot, too. And if there's yeah. a book I just want to look at, this is a brilliant idea. It's an app called Libby, mm-hmm. and it's an app, um, and you can use it on an iPhone or an Android or a Kindle reader. Okay. And what it does, once you get the Libby, L-I-B-B-Y app, you just go to the main menu Add your library card number if you have one. Okay. So, or you'll discover how to get one where you live. Right. Some library assistant systems allow you to get a library card online, so that's mm. a great idea. Um, some don't, but you can fill out a form online or even within the Libby app and pick up your library card in person. Nice. They have to see you so they can see that you're a resident. Nice. So you set up the app. And you can immediately, and I noticed this on my royalty statements from my books, (laughs) that some of my books are in in libraries, and obviously um, they have digital copies, which they lend. Mm. And this is how it's done. Um, You can download anything under 20 megabytes. Okay. Which is not a bad idea. I mean, you'll be able to tap borrow. Uh, learn how long the rental period is and confirm that you still want it. It comes in in a uh, pri- special format, you know, that mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to read on anything. You're going to need it, need the app. And there you go. You can borrow well, that's books cool. from the because library. The, the old, well, the old days of the library was you went to get find the book you wanted and someone had checked it out. So mm-hmm. I assume now with digital content, there is no limit to when you can get what you want. Well, like the but, book Crazy Rich Asians, which I really don't need to make part of my library at home. It just right. might be a fun read, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now, the waiting time for that book at the public library is nine weeks. The actual book itself, <laughs> not the digital copy, right? Yeah, just no, the, di- actual... the, the digital copy. Oh, why does it take uh, that uh, No, the actual book is nine oh. weeks, so you could get oh, okay. the digital okay, copy. Right. But the libraries only have so many digital copies. They're just don't, not printing them out. So you still have may have to wait. The rental period may be one to three weeks, which means, you know, hey, what the heck? You're going on yeah. a vacation. 
You can what? place a hold on a book, you know, so that you can be the next to rent it. And I think this is genius, right. and I hope it saves the libraries because I think we need libraries. Yeah. Problem is that people aren't learning. They're learning everything from news clips on the Internet, which oh, is... Right. But no, as we know, no, everything you read on the Internet is true. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If it's on the Internet, how could it not be true? But that, that right? brings up an interesting question. If someone rents a digital book at the library, you as an author, do you get paid for that? Nope. Nope. Wow. So it's very but generous that's of you okay. to talk about that, this. That's okay. That's I actually have donated books to libraries. Nice. And I often go to a library and, like, I have my new book, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for Seniors for Dummies, coming out by the end of the year. We're moving up the publication date so it can be bought before Christmas. And by now, I'll talk by about before it. midnight. Uh, no, it can be bought before Christmas. And yes. I will be going to libraries and hopefully giving little classes on how to use Instagram, how to use Twitter. Oh, cool. So it'll oh, be, fun. be fun, yeah. Well, thank you for doing that, Marcia. That's very nice of you. Uh, it's just uh, a public service. <laughs> yes, it is. She's just all about the people. So thank you. Yeah, for they that. only have one copy of the book, so everybody else who comes <laughs> will have to buy it. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Oh, yeah, that's I how see. it works. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Marcia, if you buy the book, we'll actually deliver it to your home no matter where in the world you I are. I will autograph it. I will copy. have some yeah. up for sale on eBay. So there you go. Nice. There you go. All right. Um, so you have a home security system. I have a home security system. Um, most people get home security systems after they've been burglarized. Oh, my God, I guess I need one. You know, the, the, the idea is to get them beforehand. And, and I do think that it's a good idea to have a home security system, depending upon where you live or what area, whether you live in a safe area or, you know, people think, oh, well, we're guarded because we live in a nice area. No, no, everybody is. Look at all the baseball players. Look at everybody yeah. who live in nice neighborhoods. And they it's always ridiculous. get rough. The celebrities, yep. everybody else that's doing it. So there's a number of things you can do. The first thing you can do is if you don't want to spend any money is go buy a sign that says you have a security system and put it in your window. That's one number one deterrent. Oh, they have a security system. Number two deterrent. I got to tell you, we have more security system signs on the outside. Oh, of course, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I got them at every corner. You glance at my house from anywhere. You are secure. And you know she has I no alarm system, system, just the signs. So, yeah. uh, no, she does have. So, yeah, but you, the thing so, is, you have to test. Do they really have it, or do they not have it? And generally. Well, right. Um, those who are crooks, they want the easy way, and they'll skip the house. So go yes, get signs. They even correct. have on Amazon fake cameras for oh, 10 Oh, yeah, bucks. that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Uh, you put a camera in your window, real or not, as long as it has a fr flashing red light, as Marcia said, they're fake cameras. They don't actually work. But that's a deterrent. And, and, you know, if you watch the news these days, you almost every day see a story about a robbery or, you know, a, a whatever it was, a liquor store or to a donut shop. They have live video of the crook. So everybody's mm -hmm. using security cameras, and, and I think it's a great way to identify crooks. The next step is get yourself a home system, and the home systems, frankly, are much cheaper than they used to be. You know, you could spend, you know, five, six, seven years ago, you could spend three, four, five thousand dollars putting in a home security system, and frankly, those are the top of the line. Those are the ones that, that you can't see the wiring for, you know, that they wire them through your house, and it's a sophisticated... Yeah, you can't you see know. mine. Any, the only one you could see in my house is the motion detector that goes down the main hallway. 
right because you have different settings on on those type of systems that if you're going to be at home and you want the alarm on it disables the movement thing and if you're going to be away the movement thing is on so anybody who walks down that motion sensor it sets the alarm off and those are really good things to have but i mean a lot of the new things frankly that have come out are are you know for five or six hundred dollars uh you can do your entire house you have to do it yourself you know, some installer will not come out and do it for you, so that's one of the pluses if you don't want to do that. But some of the, the systems that are available, there's ADT Pulse, which is only $49. No, uh, wait a minute. It starts at 49 starts I have at, ADT. Starts yes, starts yeah. at. If you want a door secured, that'll be another 49 If you want well, yeah, a window secured, that's another yeah, it's 49 it's like $9,000 by the time you're done. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but if you go to something like Simple, Simply Safe, and my assistant has Simply Safe. She did it herself. Uh, and it ran her it says it starts at 229 she spent i'm going to say six hundred dollars and she's got all of her doors and windows alarmed and safe she's got a panic button she's hooked up to the central station which costs her maybe 10 bucks a month and uh and they work really well and she's very pleased they give you a a remote fob that you know it's got a emergency button on it if somebody breaks in you can set off the alarm uh so that's one to take a look at simply safe there's one the vent which i'm not familiar with starts at 549 uh, and these are all highly rated companies. For example, the ADT was four out of five star. The Vivint was four and a half stars. Simply Safe is four stars. So they all got really good reviews. And you can get them reasonably inexpensively. There's the Nest Secure, um, which is part, I assume, Marshall, part of the Nest system. Uh, the Ring just came out with their brand new, starting at $200, their security system, and I use a Ring okay, doorbell. Okay, can, I, I, you do can I just throw in here a real cheap, yeah, quick please. option because we're about to sure. go out? Yeah. Uh, Amazon Alexa Guard. It's a new skill for an Amazon Echo mm-hmm. that you can use your existing Echo speakers to build a home security system. Your speakers already have microphones on them to hear voice commands. So if you give, if you set up the skill and you give your Echo, tell it to start this command, and you leave the house, what it will do is listen for sounds that, you know, because your house should be quiet, right? Right. So it will, you know, breaking windows, something that. It doesn't need any new hardware. If it detects something, you'll get an alert on your smartphone, and you can add more pieces to it. It'll work uh, with Ring or ADT, and it can be really good. I mean, as a starter thing, if you want an Alexa, or excuse me, Amazon Echo, that is a great place to start. I think it's genius. I think that's great. I think that's really cool. Uh, All right, let's talk a little TV movie. We don't have a lot of time here, but uh, this is normally we would bring uh, Cassandra Peterson on the show, Elvira, our dear friend, and unfortunately she had to go take a job in Florida at a horror show. So she's working right now while the show is on, but we'll have her on another time. Uh, But if you are looking for some movies, creepy, crawly movies to watch, and some of these I've actually never heard of, I have to say, Marcia. Hush? Did you ever see Hush? Hun, I don't watch creepy movies, so you can just no. run with this. All right. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's on Netflix, 1922. Yeah. Uh, that was a Stephen King film. Uh, the Shining. You have to have seen The Shining. Did you nope, not see The Shining? I do not see horror movies. Oh I will watch God. a suspense movie, but I will yes. not watch a horror movie. Um, I will say that The Shining was a big disappointment if you read the book. The book was, without a doubt, the most frightening book I've ever read in my life. The movie was okay. Uh, Oculus. 
Uh, let's see, The Witch. I'm just going to whip through these. Oh, I know you've watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Marshall. Nope, I have I'm, not I'm, watched no. <laughs> Hellraiser. No, uh, that was a very famous. <laughs> Amityville Horror. That was a very oh, wait, good Wait, I did see that one. Oh, what happened? I don't know. I was didn't know. What can I say? The scariest <laughs> movie I ever saw, and it probably doesn't hold up today, uh, was called Night of the Living Dead. It was really the first of the zombie films. It's 50 years since it came out, and it was one creepy, scary movie, which I remember right was in black and white. Uh, Them. Let's see what else we got. Raw. Let Me In. I haven't seen a lot of these. I guess I'm going to have to go see some of these myself. The Ritual. Veronica. The House on Sorority Row. Don't remember that. They are remaking, I think it's the House on Haunted All right, Mark. All right, yeah. Mark. I hear the music, don't you? I do hear the music. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that's it for us. Happy Halloween and happy week, and uh, we'll be thinking about you, and we'll see you next uh, Saturday. You are. Oh, and please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Go Sox. Go Dodgers. Bye-bye. See you next week. Love ya. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. 
Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. <laughs> 